Good morning, and welcome to Connections Radio Show, where we talk about ideas that matter. I'm glad you've made the connection and are with us today. I'm Lori Fitz, your host, and the goal of our show is to explore a wide range of topics that challenge us to see ourselves, our community, and the world around us in ways that get us thinking, get us talking, and today, get us singing and connected, uh, perhaps inspired or challenged to do just a bit more because we made the connection. Our topic today is scenes and skills behind the music that move us. And hosting with me today is Rick Bernardo. He is a musician, an ethicist, a teacher, a seeker of connections. And I will let him tell us about how he created our topic today. How I created the topic, that's one of the universal mysteries. But I have met a number of musicians over the years of my life, uh, uh, for decades. I, 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 Being I, a musician, that happens. <clears throat> yeah, that, 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 <laughs> yeah, that happens as a musician. But um, uh, there's two musicians we have on our show today. Uh, the first is Nathaniel Harris, who I met outside the parking lot at Kowalski's. And there are, so here's the thing, there are so many genius musicians in the world playing coffee houses, playing all over the place. Every famous musician I know, I mean, because I know some famous ones, they started just, you just do what you do. You put it out there. So that's kind of behind the notion for our program today is what's the, what's behind all of that? Famous or not, there's brilliance musically. And the other thing is music is such a special uh soulful, heartfelt language that moves people. So, Nathalie Harris, I met outside the Kowalski's parking lot in Uptown, and I kind of like this. Fast forward, now he's every Friday evening there, either in the winter indoors, and as a special, it's like half the store he's taken up. No, it's like a quarter of it or a third of it. Uh, and, and he's got a, a, a special performance section with a banner there and uh but in between all of that he was uh, also he, he kind of evolved from playing outside the parking lot to right next to the store in a common outdoor area so anyway i just love that uh i've seen that develop and i loved his music the first time i heard some music and i was like i know that song what is it i finally asked him it was a uh, george benson breezing right yeah, yeah. Anyway, that was just wonderful. So I wanted to have him on, uh, as well as uh, our next guest. We'll, I'll talk about it later. Um, but you know that'll be Dessa. We'll, okay. we'll be having on the second half. Um, so anyway, good morning. After all of that, good to see you again. <laughs> welcome, good morning. welcome, Nathaniel Harris. Yes. And you you go by you you promote yourself as Nathaniel Harris Live. That's correct. And that's what the big banner says, right? Mm-hmm. Right that's in the right. Kowalskis. And most. Most eat, most afternoons, Friday afternoons from four to seven. Four to seven. You're you're at Kowalski's and you're at the Kowalski's um, in Uptown. Uptown, that's correct. But you've played other Kowalski's as well. Yes, uh, I started at, at Kowalski's, <laughs> but you know, kind of ventured out into uh, Eden Prairie. Um, Oak Park Heights. Oak Park Heights, yes. It's a, it's a certain tour gig. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it's, it's the Kowalski tour. It's the pick up the milk and listen to Nathaniel tour. And do a little moving, a little yeah. moving around. Get, get some exercise, a little no, dancing dan- there. Dancing, exactly. Yeah, yeah you yeah. do want to dance when you hear this. And you may have heard another voice, uh, uh, and that is uh, our friend Mary Boer. 
And she is not only married to Nathaniel Harris, uh, she is loosely considered his manager. Um, so if you <laughs> give them a call, she may be the one that gives you a call back. Um, and we'll promote that phone number for you. Uh, Nathaniel's phone is 651-808-2881. We'll give that at the end of the segment as well. Um, but Mary also does an awesome job with the coffee support. <laughs> which, yeah. which, which Nathaniel's which is, very, very particular about. That's so. right. Yeah. And it's almost required on every gig. <laughs> oh, good, good. You write it in. I, you're, a, you're, you're an addictive coffee drinker like myself, so I, I have a certain amount of a, affection a, for you on that. So, okay. so tell me how you decided to just even start, you know, playing music on the street next to Kowalski. Well... <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's the Rick, 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 Rick kind of hit it in a way. Um, but I, I started doing street music after I retired from my regular job. I, you know, I've always been a musician, but I was mostly just part-time. Mm-hmm. So after I retired from my regular job, I basically went into music full-time. And that, when I say I go into music full-time, I meant whatever pays the bill, I'm doing it musically. But my love for music is just what I wanted to really do. I had freedom. I found out they're doing street music. I went into street music. So I was playing. When we say street music, we mean basically just playing music where people will welcome you. Where yeah. Wherever you go, you, yeah. if they say you can't do it here, you leave and you go. <laughs> so so you, you're yeah. on a corner and you open up your guitar uh, yeah. case yeah. and if folks want to throw in a, a little, yeah, you know, for their appreciation. To, yeah. Yeah. Never if ask not, for money. Just yeah, basically just, just right have fun, play music. Yeah. If you like it, you know, throw, throw in a five. Precisely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's, that's kind of how I started. And uh-huh. I, I, I went out and I finally landed up at, at Kowalski's in Uptown after many places that I've been to and a lot of places welcomed me a lot of places um but i basically got there and when i got there i had uh, one of the uh uh staff there actually was a security guy i was not on the property i was basically setting uh, off the off the property and he was coming over towards me and i was like oh <laughs> here he comes he's coming to tell me i gotta move <laughs> and so uh he comes up and he says you know i would we, really like to you to come over to our coffee shop area nice uh on the outside here and um yeah i said well thank you and i had the same thing happen to me at cubs food same thing but, that's a different story. <laughs> but uh but when they come at you you're thinking they're coming to tell you to leave but uh he said uh he welcomed me to come on the property so i got on the property Play music. Little, sorry, there's a little patio yes. area right outside the door. It's Precisely. Oh, yes. Go ahead. Sorry. Yep. yep. So uh, landed there, and uh, after that, uh, eventually I, I went on the inside of the uh, lobby area, and uh, was playing music in there. Because when the winter time came, it was like yeah. you know it came yeah. on the outside doing that. I never played music outside in the cold. I, I never. I think that's that. smart. And your no. gu- and your guitars. Thank you for that. Precisely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so did that uh, in the lobby area, and then the manager came up to me and uh, mentioned, you know, I would like to start something, uh, and I think you would be the man for it. I think oh. you would be perfect for it. I want to just get something uh-huh. for the community. And this was like during the COVID, you know, sure, after, the, yeah. after the COVID, kind of, you know, the COVID. Yeah, right. the transition time. Yeah, the transition time. As and people now, are coming back. And yeah, yeah. And why, not have it, why not have a community celebration? Precisely. Yeah, yeah that's his idea, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, and also the George Floyd thing. Just yeah. saw, read all the stuff that was going on. But sure. basically, he wanted to just shine some light and just get people together and have the community, people, some things for people to do and come and enjoy the music. You know, and, uh, and isn't it wonderful that he saw that you were the light? 
Well, yeah, I was appreciative of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And with that, why, why don't you share uh, one of the songs that you might be playing when you're um, at <clears throat> Kowalski's? I love the Lean on Me. Oh, sure. So if you want to play just a little bit of that for yeah, us. Yeah, I can play a little clip of that. Um, One of the things also is they want to recognize the George Floyd challenge and the transition and, mm -hmm. you know, how how to bring life back to a community yes. that was grieving. That's and, absolutely correct. And, yeah. and the pain of that. Mm -hmm. How have you felt that, that some of your music has, has created more of that community and unity after the, the great heartbreak? Well, I just feel like that people really wanted to just to some uplifting and some uh, positivity and um fun and stuff so you know i just tried to display that and just smile and uh just encouraging words and mm -hmm. doing songs that were uplifting to people mm -hmm. um people like to dance you know so people were uh you know coming by dancing smiling as they're going in and out of all of the uh parking lot to do their rather groceries and mm -hmm. so yeah so i just always just try to uh give the people a smile and give them a wave and they did the same with me and uh -huh. um Played the music and just uh, appreciated one another. You know, yeah. I, I saw the light in people as they were really <laughs> gets, getting into it and stuff. So, and I, I know you like to talk about the music that you do. Mm -hmm. um, did you start doing that at at, um, at Kowalski's as well, or is that um, something special that you do with some other gigs? That's something I do that automatically whenever I perform. Mm -hmm. You know, I try to pull back sometimes when I certainly. That I do some styles of music or, or locations that I do music, I have to uh, just play music, you know. But mm -hmm. some places I get chance to just be open and just talk and connect with the people. Um, so yeah, that's that's uh, that comes and goes. That that's kind of depends on certain. Uh, when I first met Nathaniel, that he was friendly. <laughs> no, well, we just you, talked and we hit it off right away. Yeah, I was, really, I was on, the, right. on the way in for milk or something, and but, right, I, but right. that stuck with me, uh, looking for him every every time I could be at Kowalski's. Yes, so yes. that's that's a great thing. Yeah, you know, it is for great, me. Yeah. It was for me, absolutely, and for yes. a lot of other people. And I've been there a couple of times on a schedule where um, other other musicians and other uh, instruments going on. I was like. What is that? There's, there's, uh, there was uh, uh, some Temptations music, some uh, yeah. Gladys Knight going on, yeah, all yeah, kinds yeah. of b wonderful music while I'm getting my milk on a groove. <laughs> hey, uh, well, I, I do want to let folks know that um, if you're interested in, in hiring our, our friend Nathaniel, you know, it might be for a celebration, a restaurant, uh, you do weddings. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you do a wide range uh, of music, uh, but it's all uplifting, and it's all about connecting. 
and we love having you on Connections Radio Show. Well, thank you. To, to celebrate um, creating the connections yes. and being part of the healing and being part of the hope and being part of, you know, what's next um, yes. and, and celebrating old music and new music. Yes. So we need to take a break, but when we come back, um, you've got more music that you'll play for us, oh, which yeah, I'm excited sure. about. Okay. And, <laughs> and we'll learn about some of the shows coming up uh, that you're doing that people can, you know, take All a look right. and, and join the fun. Okay, so, Stay with us. We'll be right back after a few short commercials. Welcome back to Connections Radio Show, where we talk about ideas that matter. And we're exploring music today. And my friend Rick Bernardo is hosting with me today. Tell us a little bit about what we're, what we're exploring and why we're exploring it. Well, today's theme is scenes and skills behind the music that moves us. And music does move us. And that's one of the primary reasons we have not only Dessa later today uh, on our program, but also Nathaniel Harris. He goes by Nathaniel Harris Live. And uh, He's fully alive, <laughs> and and music brings us alive. Music inspires us. You know that word "inspire" means to bring to life. Is what it means. Uh, and yeah. Nathaniel plays at at Kowalski Groceries uh, in Uptown area uh, on Fridays at four o'clock. But he also plays around town. Rick uh, first met him in the parking lot of Kowalski's and yeah. was intrigued with his music and was intrigued with all the wonderful ways that um, we can have music show up in our life. Yeah, and parking lot. It was just he was performing. Just outside the parking lot, it was it was there was a boundary thing going on there. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then then he performed inside the parking lot, and then right outside the store. So now he's in the store and just every Friday evening. And we also have Mary uh, joining us. Mary is Nathaniel's wife, and Mary Boer. And she is loosely his manager and, and, and head coffee support uh, for all of the great gigs. And it's Mary that you will connect with when if you're interested in, in having Nathaniel be part of um, a celebration or something fun. So uh, tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, how... Well, how one, one thing behind today's program is... Uh, People don't always get what goes into doing what people do when they do the music. Uh, I've got comedians, uh, actors, musicians. Uh, when they name their fee, I don't think our society values uh, these art forms uh, enough in terms of the money, really. Because most actors, musicians in the world, um, they have to have another job. They're not famous. Just very few are. And very few can support themselves on that. So when somebody gives a fee for it, uh, I've got a, a musician friend that says it's not just $800 for your conference. It's $800 for the half hour plus 30 years of practicing Amen. before that. Yeah. Uh, so there's. Uh, so I want to talk about what's going into uh, the beautiful light that shines from what you do. So I just know, like, I can only play piano because I start, there was a baby grand in every dorm of my college. Mm. And Christian Steinway was my one of my uh, college roommates. I didn't know, oh, that's Steinway until later. <laughs> that's why all the pianos were everywhere. But anyway, I started to sit at the piano I, uh, and, and, and play for, like, hours a day. Uh, so how do you do your, your, your prep work? 
Oh boy, yeah. it's a long process. Like Rick's saying, it's uh, goes a lot goes into it more than what people really understand, and and that's understandable that they don't understand it, but it's still there. You know? I love it. <laughs> yeah, um, you but, understand that they yeah, don't understand. I understand, and, and I really appreciate Rick your your understanding of of, of uh, what goes into all this. Well, I'm oh, getting getting there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but my wife will tell you I, I I especially since I've been doing this Kowalski's deal, but even before that. Uh, just what goes into when you just put a band even, you know, it's a lot. You got to move equipment, you got to take it, you got to set it up, you got to break it down, you got to, you know, you got to pr pr practice with a band, you got to practice with musicians, you got to deal with a lot of different heads. I went solo because it made it much simpler just to just do stuff by myself and uh, less heads, less uh, equipment to move and all that. But the bottom line is that what it takes to do Koloski's every Friday it's just what I said. Set up. You got to set up tents for the outside. You got to set up the equipment. You got to break it down. Uh, when I'm at home, I practice. Um, and then I have to learn songs. If I do a certain venue, they they may ask me to, you know, do a certain type of music that I don't know. So I have to learn it, you know. Yeah. So it's it's just so much that goes into it that people don't You got to buy equipment. You have to. Oh, yeah. You, know, uh, you got to try to buy stuff that's going to really hold up real good for what you're doing. And it, it, so it, it, it gets expensive. But sure. but the love of doing it, you know, I'm my own sound, man. I have to do my own sound. Mm -hmm. You know, I have to, you know, after I do the sound, I got to get, I got to then perform. Hope you get so. paid extra. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on that. Uh, yeah. And, and, and before, before we, I, I, I want to have you do another song, uh, but I, before we have you do another song, I sure would love to hear about um, some gigs that you've got coming up. Okay, well, you know, we've mentioned the Kowalskis every Friday night from 4 to 7. I just want to add that the first two hours are usually a concert with Nathaniel performing, and every week he, we try to get a different guest performer in. And some of these guest performers are from, um, have been at our community jam because the third hour at 6 o'clock every Friday is a community jam open mic type thing cool so we'd love to have you join us at um, kowalski's uptown market on friday evenings and then um tonight we're actually at vino in the valley in maiden rock wisconsin from 5 to 8 p.m right. and you can if you search for vino in the valley you'll find their website and it has, has more information about that but that's kind of like an open air restaurant and a down a little dirt road. And and, and there's lots of ones like that coming yeah. up. What I'd like to do is also let folks know about uh, getting, going onto your Facebook. You have Nathaniel Harris Live. Yeah, just search for that. I found it really quickly. Uh, on your Facebook so that you're able to then um, be able to see all the gigs coming up. That's right. And I do want to, before we end the show, I want to make sure that Okay, my, my friend uh, Rick is making sure that I get the phone number, phone number? first. Six. I was going to do it at the very end, but okay. we'll do it now. Okay. Well, we yeah. That's a good, good, 651-808-2881. All right? Um, Great stuff. And then we also um, want to hear some more music that you play. Oh. So uh, we had in the last one, we had Lean on Me, right? That's correct. How about Stand By Me? Stand By Me? Let's do sure. the Stand By Me for this one. Very encouraging song. I love it. And um, we're going to do it.
And the land is dark And the moon is the only light we'll see No, I won't be afraid No, I won't be afraid Just as long as you stand, stand by me So darling, darling, stand by me Oh, oh, stand, stand by me you. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, I love it. I love it. Again, that's Nathaniel Harris live. Head on down to Kowalski's in Uptown, 4 o'clock, and enjoy him um, as you buy your groceries. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> or, or not. Just stop. F- yeah. f- food for your soul and food for your refrigerator. That's good. I'll, I'll that it feeds you. That's right for on. sure. One it's is cold you. and one is not. <laughs> no, necessarily. There's hot stuff to it, Kowalski's. So a nice another plug for Kowalski's, but thank you for joining us, Nathaniel, and and we're looking forward to coming to see you. Thank you, Lord. All right, and with that, uh, stay tuned because we have another musician joining us uh, in our second half of the show. So we'll be right back after a few short commercials. the kiddie pool up with pro cycle get the leds on need the spectacle gotta beat the one last week let's get a record if you're trying to be a go-getter you gotta go and get it desperate times call for desperate pleasures some legitimate headlines mostly cries for attention the camera speeds copy ready to read ought to be a good night we're live in three two dang man busting on a hot it's a hurricane a hurricane party end days every other wednesday Girls dance, dead men float. A hurricane party, go to sex and party. DJ says don't hold back because the And welcome to Connections Radio Show, where we are having fun with music today. I'm Laurie Fitz, your host. And Rick Bernardo, my co-host, has brought together some fabulous musicians. In our first two segments, we heard from uh, Nathaniel Harris and, and his entrepreneurial spirit and getting the music out in the community. And now we have Dessa. Tell us more, Rick. And there is a th- then there is a theme here. Uh, this is still Rick here. I'm just getting the microphone on here. There's a theme here is what goes into behind the music, scenes and skills behind the music that moves us. Now, Dessa, kind of like Nathaniel, I met just like around town. <laughs> she wasn't in the Kowalski's parking lot at the time. She was at the gym. So, good morning, Dessa. Good morning, Dessa. Good Dessa, morning. Dessa, I understand you're a singer, a rapper, a writer, and you've made a career of bucking genres and defying yeah. expectations. I love it. You're uh, you're defined as um, your music is, and you are defined with ferocity, uh, yeah. wit, tenderness, and candor. That's it. <laughs> I left you speechless. <laughs> well, I wrote the bio, so. <laughs> oh, you knew that. Okay. 
I just want to give a shout out to Nathaniel Harris. It's so nice to hear you, man. I've seen you a bunch of Kowalskis and I always stop. And um, I just think you're a lot of fun to listen to. And I'm so glad. I'm so glad that you're playing there. Every Friday. Tell me again, what, t- what time of night on Friday? Four to seven. Four to seven. And in fact, we do have Nathaniel still, still here in the studio and he's smiling and nodding and going, well, that's great. Yeah. I'm looking at him on the camera feed. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, good, yeah. good, 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 good. I'm singing harmonies in my apartment. <laughs> so, awesome. So anyway, I, I, I know, I don't know if you remember, Dessa, I approached you at the gym very gently because I didn't know if that was you. I had just seen you two nights before at uh, somewhere at the University of Minnesota. It, it was like a basement performance space. It was a great one. And you were performing with the Doom Tree. And at the time, I remember you said something. I can't remember. I didn't memorize it. You said something like, welcome to a Doom Tree experience where we were kept together. Something like a bailing wire and duct tape or something like that. Chewing gum. But I got the impression you were working your butts off. Yeah, you know, so I think Minneapolis, in a lot of ways, excels in a DIY musical ethic, you know, and that goes from everything from Nathaniel and company hustling for what the gig looks like. That's no news there, I'm sure. And certainly in my musical history, that means not only trying to figure out how to get people at your shows, which means spending the time at Kinko's then, FedEx now, making flyers, handing them out. Trying to find a way to get your own shirt screen printed. You know, I remember spray painting the art for a lot of my first spoken word CDs in the backyard from a hand-cut stencil. And there are downsides to that. Growth is slow. You got to work another gig. That can suck. <laughs> but you also get um, some really amazing work because you don't have the forces of um, a pretty polished industry, right? rounding off the weird corners that might emerge naturally. And also, I think in Minneapolis, we have a really big uh, collaborative vibe between genres, which isn't true in every city. In some cities, really, you know, folk sticks to folk. Hip-hop sticks to hip-hop. Metal sticks to metal. That's not how it is here. We have a lot of mixed bills and weird and unusual collaborations because I think talent gets excited about talent, even if it's really different. And you also do, you know, you, you're a writer and you do, you host a podcast. Uh, you're you're kind of like a renaissance woman. I mean, I think it's funny because I feel like the kind way to put it is like, look at you doing all this stuff. What a multi-hyphenate. <laughs> I'm that person. I'm like, wow. That's it. Thing. So it's <laughs> double, double. One, one of the themes, Dessa, that, that for today that I was just really struck me is all the different skills that go into just doing the music there's the writing there's the orchestration there's choreo when you do music there's you have to choreograph the movements or otherwise somebody drops a guitar you know it's just like every there's so much into it the business part um but also um i use the word polymath now and then i had to look it up uh but but it just means you excel at a different lot a lot of things and i think it's great to shine a light on people doing and excelling in different fields and bringing it all together or not because I think that's what it means to be human is to be excellent in all these things. That's just the deepest part of being human. And, and she has her podcast. She's the host of Deeply Human. Deep. <laughs> exactly. That nice, nice. So uh, you, you are widely recognized. You know, the L.A. is telling us that, you know, you're like your sound is like no one else. I loved hearing the intro music. 
How have you developed your your sound and, and what you like to do? Yeah, you know, I think in some ways it is very much a product of the borderlessness of the Minneapolis terrain. When I started... Um, even before I started making music, when I was a little kid, you know, like knee-high kid, my dad was a guitarist. He was interested in classical stuff, you know, so he was playing names of composers that, to be honest, I'm still not super familiar with, but Paganini and Bach, like that was his vibe, right? He's playing old world dead guys. And my mom was singing Whitney Houston doing dishes. And I think that my tastes kind of do live somewhere in between the two. I like big swooping rising melodramatic strings mean drums and i love pretty voices i love pretty voices and i think like i have a special place in my heart for harmony and i think some of that comes from growing up and you know what they sometimes call blood harmony when people who are related sing together for example in our city and the twin cities you know we are so lucky to have the steels living in our in our uh in our community just phenomenal musicians up and down and so singing with my mother and hearing her my mother sing with her siblings right maybe there's a glass of wine going around and they would do the mamas and the papas acapella <laughs> um and you know my mom's puerto rican so they would you know they they had some they she would sing me old songs to fall asleep and and her voice was like a really big part of my world my whole world you know and trying to sing like her was part of what I imagined it might be <laughs> to grow up. Yeah. And you not only do solo, but you also do like these co-compositions for like a hundred voice choir. And you've done that with the Minnesota Orchestra. You know, it's, I have been, um, I, 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 it sounds so, so trite to be like, I've been lucky, but it's true. I've been really fortunate. You know, to, a career is so much the product of passion, hard work, some yeah. talent and then where were you man you know what i mean like who walked by to see the gig is a big part of the job too. it's just part of it and uh and so you try to gig a lot and play loud enough for passerbys to hear but i uh i have had the opportunity to do a few shows with the minnesota orchestra which you know for me that's just like an order of magnitude explosion larger mm-hmm. than what it feels like to be a rapper on stage and it kind of runs on slightly different fuel you know like yeah. Rap shows are, rap shows don't need orchestras and orchestras don't need rappers. You're making a third <laughs> thing. Well, I say that because sometimes yeah. it's like, oh, that's elevating rap. And I think that's the wrong way to think about it. Rap doesn't need to be elevated. It lives on its own terms. But, good. Um, but yeah, like the energy that you feel in a sweaty, small club, you know what I mean? Where everybody's like got that adrenaline and maybe, maybe a whiskey in them too. Like there's that particular feeling, which is almost like sport. And that has its own value. And then having your hair blown back and your heart broken by an entire orchestra is its own feeling. And both of those are part of the musical experience. And Dessa just completed, uh, it was August 3, 4, and 5, uh, a series of evenings with the Minnesota Orchestra. I've got some friends that were at some of those shows, and they're still chilly in, in, in the best of ways. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're, the, the chills were still going up and down their spines, is what I mean. Uh, so um, that, that must be a trip for you, as you were saying. It's just, it's just got to be uh, so inspiring to you, too. But I'm so glad... And many people are glad to see you in any different venue. Yeah, I mean, I, thank you, first of all. Um, but I, I think some of the most profound moments of that show, 
playing with the orchestra, which is conducted by Sarah Hicks. Yeah. And, um, and all the arrangements were written by my friend who I've worked with for a long time. His name is, his name is Andy Thompson. But it's like, you know, that dude wrote a thousand pages of music, of notated music. Wow. Just like this phenomenal amount, right? Just the scale of it is so big. But one of my favorite moments is a part where I don't have any words. I just stand still on stage. And because I don't have to do anything, I can just listen, you know, to what's happening around me. And I remember the first night, the first night we played that song. It's like an instrumental outro in the song called Warsaw. And it was just trying to make sure that I didn't cry all my makeup off before my next <laughs> line. You know, it was really, really effective. It's a yeah, it's a we are lucky to have that orchestra and the hall is so beautiful. And yeah. And I was also relieved to get like the welcome I did from them. We, we, we make different art. Right. And it was so rad to have like their flautist and their pianist and their harpist be game to explain their work to me and to ask questions about mine. Like, when do you breathe? You know? And I was like, why, why is all that like filigree etching on the mouthpiece of the harp, excuse me, of the flute, like, you know, there's flowers and stuff. And it turns out it's so that the sweat doesn't like make it slip off your lip and onto you. It's like a skateboard grip tape, you know, it's so cool. Yeah. Polymath skills, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that that uh, series of uh, events are going to be uh, on demand for viewing some sometime as well, and we'll keep an eye out for that. On, is it uh, going to be on what is it, on PBS or, or something? Yeah, we so we did three nights, like you mentioned, and yeah. one of those nights was broadcast live by PBS. Okay, yeah, and uh, by Twin Cities PBS. And now they're cleaning that, you know, the footage up a little bit, getting their cuts nice and right, and then it'll be available to watch. Oh, that's um, awesome! Yeah. Well, my friend, I uh, I have enjoyed not only learning about your music but also some of your writing. You've got a, a book coming out. I recently published well, a book. A bo- yeah. book has just come. Well, oh, there's still the, the hot off the presses, Tits on the Moon. That's, that's actually, the one. Now, the, say it again. It's Tits on the Moon. Tits on the Moon. <laughs> it's um, it's birds or something um, on the moon. And uh, But th- that's, I mean, um, that's a book of, you, you could describe it, Dessa, but it's, a, it's 12 stage poems. I'm not sure what that is. Yeah, you got it. So, you know, I started my kind of performance career as a slam poet you know so for for people who aren't familiar it's very it's essentially memorizing a poem and performing it as an actor would they're usually short you know they're under about three minutes and uh and there's a big intersection with like the hip-hop world and slam poetry Mm -hmm. at least there was you know 50 to 20 years ago things like deaf poetry jam you know you might see like an, an erica badu or a saul williams uh performing their stuff. So for me, I started in that poetry lane and then joined the, you know, kind of merged, zipper merged into the musical (laughs) performance lane. And whenever there was an issue with our gear, you know, as Nathaniel, I bet could attest, you're often working with gear that is some somewhat less than grade A and indestructible, (laughs) you know, as budgets permit. So um, when something was wrong, I would read a poem while we figured out how to get the power back oh. or why the mixer wasn't working. Or, you know, if something had, had fallen to the table, you got to have a shtick to keep so, people so you, involved. Makes sense. You, you created your own segue. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. created my own, like, break glass read poem. It was an no. emergency <laughs> poem. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of which, we heard a, car, a little bit of Hurricane Party at the introduction to this segment. And uh, we're going to hear a little bit of Chopper uh, 
just going now into the next segment. Is that okay, Dessa? We're going to play a little more of your music. After that, we'll come right back right after the commercial break. But we do want to listen to Chopper. Let's roll. When I'm good, I know it. When I'm bad, I don't know why. If you like it, you should show it. Welcome back to Connections Radio Show, where we're listening to some wonderful music by Dessa. And we've been celebrating the music scene here in the Twin Cities with Dessa and with Nathaniel Harris. And co-hosting, or at my, my additional host today, is Rick Bernardo, who's put this... Um, created this show for us today and invited these wonderful guests. And that music we just heard was Chopper from the coming album uh, by Dessa, who we, whom we have with us this morning. Good morning, Dessa. Good morning. Love it. I love Chopper. Yeah. And, and so the album coming out September 29th is, and there, you, there's still some of these songs out there right now, uh, is Bury the Lead, L-E-D-E, and uh, which uh, is a bit of poetry in itself, and uh, that title. But um, also, uh, DessaWander.com, that's the website where you can go to see and hear more about everything from tour dates to the different activities of Dessa. And also the Doomtree.net website is uh, basically a, a wonderful source of what... Dessa keeps working with. And Dessa, for those of you that are just joining us, she is a singer, a rapper, a writer, um, and she loves to buck genres and defy expectations, as we've heard in uh, her music today, which is absolutely delightful. Thank you for joining us today, Dessa. We're glad you're here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, we also talked in the last segment a little bit about your work with uh, live with the Minnesota Orchestra. Did we want to share, yeah, share a little well, bit about that and, and play some? Yeah, what we have set up here, uh, Dessa, is a little bit of velodrome, uh, which was uh, from a live recording with you. So we've got about a minute of that uh, we want to play. But can you say something about what, what that was like? Yeah, absolutely. So this song, Velodrome, uh, is a song about free will and the limits of it. I learned that word, to be totally honest, when I was dating a guy who'd been a bike messenger and a velodrome is that uh is that racetrack if you can imagine it that has kind of pitched walls oh yeah you know, that they're angled that they go round and round on and of course you're not making a lot of decisions about which way to turn when you're in a velodrome <laughs> so that's the connection to free will and this was recorded live with the grammy winning minnesota orchestra on an album called sound the bells 
Okay, yeah, Dan, why don't we just listen to that and we'll come back and analyze and create. Contagious, Eve leaping Eden in a makeshift dress With a bell that tells us we're hungry There's a bell that tells us when we're tired There's a bell that tells us to rise and fight A bell to rise and die It's just a bell sometimes I'll ring myself to see if I might change That's beautiful. It is beautiful. That's the point, right? But there's different kinds of beauty. That one, that one, a little different feel and rhythm than the other two, but that, that is music and that is poetry altogether. Thanks, Dessa. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks for giving it a spin. Absolutely. It almost sounded like there were some chimes in the background. Was that, what, what was that? It has almost an Asian influence? Uh, you know, I think probably what you heard was a chime, yes, that uh-huh. was played, maybe also a vibraphone, uh-huh. um, and then you hear a lot of strings there, percussion section, and then at the very top, there was a lot of voices going, oh, oh, <laughs> kind yeah. of in, in making yeah. themselves instruments, that was arranged by my longtime friend and also super talented front person, Abby Wolf. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just amazing. Abby was with you the, the first time I saw you at that in whatever that was at the university. Yeah. And by the way, those orchestras have all kinds of instruments. <laughs> yes. Yes, they <laughs> no do. No argument here. <laughs> As somebody who plays only the reed that's built into her throat, I um, I marvel at the, that caliber of talent. Also, you know, a lot of, um, like I my the band with which I tour, uh, it's a guy named Joshua who's a great rapper and he plays keys and he plays sax and um, my friend Aviva Aviva J who also plays piano and sings and is a crazy good whistler and plays a little bit of like electronic drums I'm just blown away by multi-instrumentalists so. Do you have some uh, concerts coming up that you can share with us about? I do thanks for the softball pitch There you oh. go <laughs> <laughs> I've got I've got a couple of concerts in Minnesota as part of like a 20 city national tour for the next record. And the first one comes up, there's like a festival, Riverfest, happening in Grand Rapids um, that will be headlined by Jason Isbell. But I'll open it up. I'm really excited and excited to see his set. You know, I've never seen him live. And then I'm playing in Duluth in September on the 10th. And then the big hometown show for us is at First Ave. Um, on November 16th. And tickets are on sale for, for that one, too. And I would go to dessawander.com to see any of this and hear some of this, or doomtree.net also has a lot of uh, her colleagues and publications and, and recordings. Thanks, yeah. And also, you know, if people want to follow along or see photos, you know, from some of the, from some of the recent performances, either in a club setting or with the orchestra, um, I'm Dessa, so it's D-E-S-S-A on Instagram. Good spelling. And, and Dessa, I understand that not only do you do national tours, tours, you do international tours as well. Yeah. It's a lovely way to see the world and lose a little money. But yes, we've been lucky enough to <laughs> to play 
Well, Desi, you're not Europe and in China. You're not only a national treasure; you are a Twin Cities treasure and an international treasure. So, thank you for being with us on Connections Radio Show. Thank you for having me today.